Okay, we are back. This is your girl, Michelle Red, a.k.a. the Holy Ghost Amplifier. And we were talking about breathe. We were talking about in the last segment, breathe. So make sure that you've heard the part one of breathe. I think I ended by telling you how I was so stressed out the other day because things weren't coming together with regard to uh, my mother's assistance. Uh, We have health and care in the home and we have people running in and out and things were not coming together. And I was panicking and my father just kept watching me. And uh, as the day went on, things got better. They got much better than what I believed. And my father said, you see how everything worked out? I love my parents because my parents are very positive people. And so I would encourage all of you to be positive to your children. No matter what you see, no matter what you experience, your children are listening to you. They're watching your actions. They are recording. You are teaching them how to endure this thing called life, right? Uh, Remember Prince said that? Uh, Definitely this thing called life. And and that's exactly what life is. It's something that can be mastered. And as parents, our job is to teach our children how then to master life. And so as we talk about riding through shadows and my encouragement to you to breathe, I want you to know that someone is always watching you. There is nothing that we go through that is for our own benefit. Everything that we endure in this life is for someone else. Someone else is going to need your testimony. Someone's going to need to know how you got through a stage four cancer diagnosis and is still alive 15, 20, 35 years later. Someone wants to know how you got through your divorce, how you got through the birth of your child, uh, how you got through the death of your child. Someone needs to know. And as I said in a previous episode, you are somebody's answer. You are someone's solution. You were created that way. We have each other's back. I've said to you before, there is no armor. There's no biblical armor for our backs in the Bible. When we talk about the weapons of our warfare, when we talk about putting on the breastplate of righteousness and the helmet of salvation and feet shod and the preparation for the gospel of peace, there is no preparation or guard for your back. We should have each other's back. And so I'm hoping that Life Unpreached is getting somebody's back. I'm hoping that there is just one person out in the world whose life will be miraculously changed because they heard my voice. And if I accomplish that, then I've accomplished what God has told me to do. So this week we're talking about breathe. And this is a bonus segment. And in this bonus segment, I want you all to know that it's just so important to breathe when you feel like you can't breathe, when life delivers a blow to you that you never saw coming. I want you to remember these words. If you never remember my name, I want you to remember that I told you to breathe. I remember years ago, Tony Braxton's first album had a song called Breathe Again, and it was absolutely a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful song because many of us need to understand that, that so much happens and all we want in this life is an opportunity to breathe again. You want to feel normal. Breathing reminds us that we are normal. It reminds us that we are alive and that we can conquer and endure anything just by breathing. So let's do it right now. You hear that? 
That's the sign of life. Breathe in and breathe out. No matter what happens, I want you to do that. I want you to remember that. Stop for a moment. Stop the chaos. Stop the drama. Stop every emotion that is in your body and breathe. It has miraculous benefits. It's not just spiritual, my friends. It is natural. So what's happening in the supernatural and the natural, I believe, combine the moment that we breathe. So I encourage you to breathe. I encourage you to walk through this next week with positive enforcement, knowing that although you may be riding through shadows, you may be enduring the loss of a loved one. You may be enduring the death, uh, the death of a career, the, the termination of a job or or either retirement. Some great life change has you feeling like you have no control. That's what the shadows are. They are to convince you that you have no control. But remember, as I told you earlier, the shadows are illusions and life, my friends, is 90% illusionary. So half of what we see is not really true. Half of what we think we're going to go through is not through. There are people that will tell you that they could never make it through chemotherapy. They could never make it through a challenge, uh, any type of, you know, my husband left me. I don't know what I do. Stop saying things like that. Yes, you do. You may not know exactly what you're going to do, but what you're going to do is breathe. You're going to breathe in every day, regardless of the amount of tears that you shed, regardless of how sore your eyes are and how sullen you look and how you feel like everybody knows your secret, that someone has left you, someone has deserted you, or that God has removed someone from your life. You have to make sure that you breathe. If you know nothing else, If you can't figure your way out, if you feel like that there's all hope is gone, breathe. I believe that when people breathe, they don't commit suicide. I believe that the recent suicides that we see with Kate Spade and Anthony Bourdain were caused because they couldn't breathe. Life began to suffocate them. And both of them suffered from depression. And remember that depression is about when we can focus all on ourselves, though there are chemical imbalances in the body. And I don't want to negate that. So I don't want to offend anyone. There are chemical balances and imbalances in the body that cause depression. However, one of the key things to ridding yourself of a depression moment is to breathe. The second thing is to not digest life. You are not supposed to go through digesting everything that you feel in this life. Some things don't swallow. Some things allow them to just pass by. And beloved, breathe. Breathe so that you know that there is a tomorrow. Your tomorrow will come. It will be better than you ever imagined. I'm telling you this while I'm standing in the valley of the shadow of death. While I'm standing, warring for my mother's life, warring for my life, warring for my father's life, while I'm standing. But what breathing taught me is to remember the posture that we now take. I don't care if you're sprawled out on the floor crying. I don't care if you're sitting in the doctor's office on the couch every week, every day. There was a period in my life where I literally cried every single day. I went to work. 
And I just cried. It was the end of a relationship and I just would work and then I'd go to the bathroom and I'd start to cry. And I recorded that I had actually gone to the bathroom one day, four times. And I said, sister girl, this is too much. And so I stopped going to the bathroom as much as I was going. And I challenged myself in the next five days that I said to myself, as I was inhaling and exhaling, I said to myself, I won't need this bathroom in a few days. And in five days, I went from four visits where I was coming in in the morning crying, midway I'm crying, afternoon I'm crying, before I get on the metro I'm crying, just crying. And so what happened was the next day, I think I came three times. And then eventually within that five-day period, I came twice. I came once in the morning and once when I was leaving. And the next day I came one time. In a total of two weeks, I stopped going to the bathroom. I started dealing with my life. We can't run away from what's happening to us. And the thing about writing to, with, through shadows is that it reminds us, you can't run through a crisis. You have to endure it. David said, yea, though I walk. He didn't say run through the valley of the shadow of death. He said, I walk. That means I'm going to have to take some of the pain. I'm going to have to endure some of the hardships, but I'm going to get to the other side. That is the promise. That is the guarantee. And I hope you'll take this advice. I hope that you can use it. And I hope that it blesses your soul like never before. Listen, you're going to make it. We're going to make it. We will smile again. I believe that. I believe that for you. 